State Roundtable. And uh, I would like to have our guest introduce herself and tell everybody that's listening and watching a little bit about her and how you got into real estate. <laughs> sure. Hi. Uh, I'm Danielle Rivers. Um, been in real estate probably about 23 years, 17 years here in Jacksonville. Um, absolutely love it. Uh, how did I get into to real estate? So um, years back, I bought my first house and um, sold it one year later. This was not during any kind of boom or anything. Um, sold it one year later, made $100,000 and kind of didn't want to die in the same place I'd lived all my life because I was living up um, near Washington, D.C. So I turned around, took that $100,000, moved down here to Jacksonville, um, bought seven houses, flipped that $100,000 into $600,000 in a matter of six months. And I started looking, I was like, wow, everybody should know that you can do this. I was a single mother, I was only making 48000 a year. Um, and just thought, wow, everybody needs to know how to do this. So then I turned around, became a realtor, got really lucky um, my first couple of months in the business, um, picked up an individual uh, builder. So I was selling like 35 houses a month, um, got my name out there and realized I was really good at real estate. And then when the market switched, I wanted to help those people understand a lot of people were, um, you know, there back in the day in the 2007-2008 downturn, there were a lot of people like, you should you know, still pay your mortgage and that's so wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I really felt for the people that were going into foreclosure because it was sad to see and it wasn't their fault, you know. They just signed the papers, you know, with the no interest loans and, uh, or the no principal loans, just all interest, interest and stuff. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just got passionate about helping people in real estate make money. And I don't expect any of my buyers or anything to actually go and want to, you know, make, you know, buy seven houses. That was a lot of, the funny part of that story is, people hear my story, I'll tell them at, like, um, when I have home buyer seminars, um, and people always, I, I want to do that too. And I'm like, well, okay, now let's sit down and tell yes. a real story. <laughs> I was, you know, walking out of a drive, you know, walking out of a house. Um, with drywall at my nose, you know, for the next year, it was it was a rough thing, and I had contractors stealing from me and stuff like that. So, the the blood, sweat, and tears of it, there was some sweat equity there. Um, yeah, ab absolutely. The real estate investment world is uh, is definitely a challenging one, and, and one where most of the time you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and get dirty. Pretty much, but it's worth it if you do. Um, but I found my passion, although. Um, you know, I, I invested for many years. The downturn hit everybody, so it hit me too as well. But um, I found my passion in helping other people actually buy a home and save as much money as they possible, possibly could, or sell a home and save money in that, and make as much money as they possibly could. Um, so a lot of money that can be thrown around while you're buying or selling, and I like to protect their money. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so. So, so with that, with getting into real estate and doing a lot of the investment side of things, you know, what was your, what was the moment where you kind of switched and was like, I'm going to want to work, you know, instead of in that investment side of it, but work more with, you know, buyers and sellers of homes. When the market downturned, because I felt so bad, people are, you know, I would go into homes to list them and wives would be crying or husbands would be mad, you know, and. Uh, and I'd be like, listen, I can't physically come in here and list your house and take the house from you. You have to come to a point where you're okay with leaving it because this is a uh, depreciating asset. You've got, I know this is your home, this is where you raised your kids, I get it. But I just couldn't go in and list their house because they were so emotionally attached to their house. So I, um, I just said, you know, call me when you're, you're feeling better about moving on and ready to move on. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, that's when I switched to help them. That's when I switched fully okay. out of investment. I got you. So, you know, so you've definitely seen that side of things, um, you know, and I mean, back then in the mortgage world, goodness gracious, the things that we could do were crazy, you know. Um, Very. <laughs> I, I started doing mortgages when I was 23 and uh, just turned 40 last month, so it's 17 40 years. 40 looks good on you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and as a 23-year-old kid getting into mortgages, I'm like, oh, so, like, you can buy a house and pay 1% interest and your balance goes up on it or you can pay this interest only payment or a regular full payment huh okay oh you can work at mcdonald's and tell me you make ninety thousand dollars a year and we're just gonna be like all right cool the the things that was allowed back then with the subprime mortgage industry i mean to me it was normal because that's how i got into it but then looking back at it i was like holy cow yeah that's insane what financial institution would want to put a person in a situation like that um, so the lending environment now compared to then is just so incredibly different um, and I know that there's a lot of people that you know I'll talk to that are concerned thinking that you know we're gonna go through another recession that there's gonna be a housing bubble and all that and and on my side of things from the lending perspective I don't see that at all because it's so much more difficult to get a home now as far as a mortgage you know I mean back then if you had a 580 credit score you could work at McDonald's and tell me you made ninety thousand dollars and you could do a hundred percent financing on a four hundred thousand dollar home it's true which is insane but you I, could we, we will never see that market again um, I, I can't say we never ever. we should never see <laughs> absolutely that, again. Um, that was wrong I, I don't even know where the powers that be couldn't see this coming up because when they gave me seven houses with a hundred thousand dollars of bank money in the bank and no job, that <laughs> was just ridiculous. I was smart enough to get myself out of it, but it, yeah, that was just a bad. But so yeah, we're never going to see that market. Yeah, yeah, we we won't. I mean, the the economy, the country, too many banks took such massive massive hits on that that yeah, it's it's never going to get there. Even now with the, what's called the non-qualified mortgages, um, where we can do some bank statement loans and things like that, you have to have amazing credit, you have to put down a substantial amount exactly. of money. And then even with the bank statement loans, we're still only taking 30 to 50% of your total deposits and using that as income. So even in those scenarios there, those, those clients are so much more well qualified than someone a decade ago, well, 15 years ago, that was telling me, hey, I make 90 grand and I work at McDonald's. So it's a, it's definitely a different ball game now. So I did kind of want to ask, since you know you saw that from the real estate side, you know the current market today seems to be just bananas. Um, I mean, I know we, I think we have three closings today yeah. um, alone. You and, and I have a closing today. Yeah, and there's there's sometimes where I wish I didn't even have a phone because it's nonstop. It's it's a great thing. It's it's so busy, and it is just so incredibly busy. Um, and you know, I see a little bit more on that because people do want to refinance because rates are at all time low. So as far as the real estate side, working with buyers and sellers, how would you compare today's market to the market in like let's say 2006 or 2007? Um, 
It's the same where there wasn't, you know, there wasn't many houses available. We need sellers to want to sell their house. Um, uh, so the market's still tough that way um, to find buyers' houses because there's, you know, anywhere between four to five contracts on each house. Now, since we're in Jacksonville, Florida, it's not the same in New York or anything like that. They're a little bit slower um, right now. Um, but am I answering your question? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's I, I, I see that too, you know, definitely because, um, you know, the list of pre-approved buyers that I have that have been trying to find a house for the past three months, four months, that have put in multiple contracts, six, seven, eight contracts, at or above asking price and aren't getting a, the home, you know, I mean, it's something that's definitely discouraging people. Um, so, so that, you know, I, I can, I can absolutely understand that. So with, with today's, you know, market, um, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say the other thing I'm seeing because of COVID and everything like that is people are um, leaning towards buying more land and building their own house and then kind of creating their own compound so that they have the fun and everything and on their land. Um, so I am saying that, you know, people uh, want to buy more pools um, mm -hmm. just so that if we ever have anything like this, they have the environment to create still fun mm -hmm. and peace in their own family. Yeah, I've definitely got the question about pools and additions and, and construction and building. And, and unfortunately right now, because of all the COVID overlays, and the risk that's there in the mortgage world, not many lenders are willing to do construction loans and renovation loans. We called uh, you to ask you about buying, you, you first did. it was buying <laughs> land and building, and, and then called you about refinancing our house, so yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, the, the box that lenders want right now is a very, very small box, um, but there's still tons of people that are able to qualify. So. You know, if we had someone listening right now that, you know, let's say they've been sitting in their home for the past five or six years, you know, they're, they're kind of feeling that crunch, they're living, I'm sorry, not living, but they're working from home now, kind of feeling like they need a little bit more room, maybe need a separate room to be in office, you know, and, and they're kind of having that hesitation to, to reach out, you know, to an agent to list their home, you know, what advice would you give them? So... Agents are um, a really valuable resource for sellers or buyers. Uh, but the advice I'd give them is actually, you know, look at their house. See if there's an opportunity for you to move laterally to another house, a more performing neighborhood than the neighborhood you're living in. It's a whole situation. I have to look at the entire situation. So personally, I would say um, give me a call so we can look at how uh, they can best maneuver themselves. You know, just like we were talking to a friend of yours prior to starting this podcast who's thinking about listing his home and he's like but I don't want to get out of my payment I've got a really low payment I don't want to get out of it you know and you know as we were talking we made him see well wow you could go get a mortgage at this interest rate now you could possibly get a mortgage at a hundred thousand he only owed forty eight thousand left on it and still have the same monthly payment I mean that's crazy you could take yeah. fifty grand out and still have your same seven hundred dollar payment that you're paying so um, being as though we need um, listings for buyers, I think um, it's important for all sellers to, if you are thinking you might want to move, you're thinking you just want to either trade up, trade down, anything like that, I think you need to look at it. Um, because if your neighborhood's only going up, you know, $3,000 a year, you know, let's 
look at taking you out of that neighborhood, putting you in a new, new neighborhood. Sometimes change is good. Yeah, um, absolutely. And can kind of change an environment, can kind of invigorate you and energize you and stuff like that. So, Absolutely. And, and one of the things that I think sometimes, you know, can kind of uh, scare people from wanting to sell their home and, and kind of do that move up is they're like, all right, well, yes, I'm going to sell my house for a lot more than what I owe on it. I'm going to make money, but I'm going to be paying more for a new home. So one of the things that, you know, when I when I see that, that I like to, to kind of go through with someone is, you know, like, if we take a look a year ago this time, if someone was wanting to purchase a $350,000 home and they were doing an FHA mortgage with, you know, 3.5% down and they had good credit, I mean, their, their payment on that home is going to be about $2,300, you know. So with where interest rates are right now, that same person, same situation, would be buying that $350,000 per month. So yes, you might be paying more for that new home, but because the interest rates are so much lower, it's like you're buying a home that was dramatically cheaper a year ago. And I mean, because we are at literally the lowest rates in the history of mortgage rates, it's such a great time, especially if you're looking to buy a home that you plan on staying in long term, because you know you're going to get an interest rate that you'll never see again, you know, and you'll be able to keep that mortgage and, and save so much money and have so much of a lower payment. So, you know, if you're watching the show or listening, um, and that's a fear that you have about, you know, what's my payment going to be on buying a step out, step up home, definitely reach out because where interest rates are, I mean, when we're talking about a $300 a month difference on the same home a year ago to today, I mean, that's substantial. 100%. If, you know, a lot of people signed at a 4.25 interest rate or 4.5 and at that time we thought those were the greatest rates and you selling your house and going into a, you know, something like a 2.75, I mean, you could step up and still look into making pretty much close to the same payment, um, especially if you're transferring over a little bit of cash from your profit level and you can keep some cash out for yourself to enjoy. So there's some options there. They just, you know, people just need to reach out to us to, so we can figure out the situation. Yeah. And right now you're going to get the highest amount for your house. I mean, I'm seeing things go through that I wouldn't normally see go through. You know, people that had problems with their house or there's mold in, the, um, in a room. I'm making this scenario up, but um, if there's, you know, mold in a room, the person still wants to buy it. They still want to, you know, we'll deal with it because they couldn't find any of their house. Mm -hmm. um, so. So, um, you know, just kind of wanted to ask you to share, you know, um, a story that you've had in the past few years, uh, maybe of a situation of, you know, a buyer that there were some challenges that came up and, and that really, you know, demonstrates of how important it is that you have a real estate agent like yourself, you know, working for you as a buyer. Because, of course, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to have a real estate agent representing you. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, you know, a lot of um, sellers will want to sell their house on their own, not realizing why it's important to have a real estate agent on the sales side, on the selling side, but also the buyer side. Um, on the buyer side, as you're asking, it, I mean, we're free. So we have all, we have all the buyers. The buyer's going to come to us because it's the seller that actually pays the commission of the real estate agent. Um, and so you get our free advice. Well, as a for sale by owner, you don't know that 
contract, I mean, there's very specific deadlines you can miss and you can, you know, cut yourself uh, drastically. And it's it's been, statistically, it's been said that, you know, realtors actually make, uh, make up their commission uh, when listing a house um, just from saving you from those pitfalls that can happen. But um, as a story, I had a buyer once, um, he had a, Uncle Billy Bob, making that name up, <laughs> that, um, oh, he, he knows everything about houses and he wants to go in and um, he's going to inspect it for me. I don't need an inspector, uh, a home inspection. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 he's really good at houses. He builds houses from the grounds up. I said, yeah, no. <laughs> and, um, and I'm really pretty firm with my customers just because, and so I said, you know, you can always do whatever you want. You're the customer. I'm going to listen to you and follow you. But I need to tell you the story. So it was my um, third house I bought um, when I came down here, and we were gutting the entire house down to the studs. Mm -hmm. So we were replacing the roof, replacing the plumbing, replacing the electrical. You know, there's very main things in the house you want to look forward to. Everything else is pretty much secondary, and you can always fix um, without a huge output of money. Um, but we were gutting it down to the studs, new AC, everything. And so I didn't feel the need to get a home inspection. Why? Everything's going to be brand new. And um, so put the house back together, um, and a couple of years later found out that the, the main beam that holds up the roof was rotten to the core. So I, I was stuck. I was a realtor by now. I couldn't short sale. I could, didn't want to foreclose, and I couldn't rent it out because I'm not going to put a renter. I had lots of huge trees around the house. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to put a renter in that um, situation. Um, and so I explained this. I was just like, so even as a realtor, you know, we can make mistakes too. And it wasn't worth me putting another, it would have been $35,000, the market had started a downturn. It was not worth mm -hmm. putting another 35000 So I had to figure that one out. And I did get out of it unscathed, thank God. But um, always get a home inspection. You just never know. And there's little things that um, can build up to big ticket items. <laughs> uh, that is very true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, you know, so I know, I know that a lot of people are concerned about, you know, where's the market heading, you know, what's the future, what's 2021 going to look like, you know, so with everything that you're seeing, you know, where do you feel the market is headed and where do you think prospective buyers and sellers will be over the next, you know, 18 to 24 months? The truth is, Jeremy, nobody can predict the market. Nobody. We can look but at I'm past asking history. you to, you know, I'm asking <laughs> you to give us your best I'm prediction. I'm going to. I'm going to. So, I mean, I still predict it pretty well um, that it's going to stay pretty steady um, with the interest rates. Um, you know, I don't know with this election. That's going to be a whole other situation. Um, I've heard that we can actually go to zero percent interest, and that uh, Trump was actually talking about that at some points. I don't understand that, um, yeah. But uh, all I, I, you know, all I can say is actually get into the market when you can, buy when you can. Um, rents are ridiculously expensive, um, and you can actually, you know, buy a three-bedroom, two-bath house or any house really, but um, way lower than you'll ever have for rent. So it just makes sense. So as soon as you can jump in, is kind of the rule of real estate: jump in. I know everybody is like, no, I'm going to wait for the rates to go down to two percent, you know. And uh, do you want to waste, you know, twenty-eight thousand dollars a year waiting for this to happen? And then even then, come on, you know, 
uh, used to, in order to get the best rate down, and you got to have a contract in in order to have a, get a rate locked in. You have to have the contract in. It's not that easy, but if you can get around that rate, that good rate, then you're 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 good. Um, but where the market is headed, I think it's going to stay steady for a minute. It is going to level off sooner or later. Um, people are going to have to move. Um, so. You know, as soon as the listings come up, then now we're going to be switching back to markets, back to a seller's market, which we've talked about this. It's kind of a buyer's and seller's market. It's a very unique time in history, like it was back um, after the downturn. It's just a very unique time in history. So if you can buy, buy. If you need to sell or you want to look at selling, contact us. Let's look at your individual situation and see what's smart for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree that now is, is a great seller's market and buyer's market. Um, you know, I'll say as far as, you know, talks of a 0% rate, that's a, a Fed funding rate. Absolutely. Yeah. You will never get that rate. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I mean, if rates go lower than the all-time records that we've seen the past few months, um, we'll probably be looking at like eh, Civil War, World War III, <laughs> um, and at that point in time, probably buying a home is going to be about the last thing that anybody's thinking of. It's a very unique situation that has caused us to get here, um, you know, with a global pandemic and, and something that we've never seen before. So um, even in previous times of war that are not here in the United States of America, we've never had low rates like this. So. Um, yeah, but Jeremy, back when we, we were preaching 3.754, we were saying the exact same thing. Like, we've never seen rates these lo this low. You know, it's it's great that it's going low. We just don't know if it's going to go lower, and that's too hard to predict. But Yeah, I guess that's where you just have to take the odds on it, you know, and, and put your, your, your very best Vegas um, hat on yeah. and pretend that you're, you know, playing with a lot of the house's money on it because you kind of are. And... Even then, when, a three percent interest rate is still great. Three point five is still great. It's yes, two point seven five is is better than three point five, one hundred percent. But these are all great rates. They just are. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And waiting for rates to go lower than the lowest that they've been in the history of mankind is not a safe bet. No, no, because it'll dip for a day or two, and then, like I said, you have to be already know what house you want, have a contract in. And you know, and in order to get that rate, and then they're going to go right back up. It's it, it's just too hard to pay. Yeah. And it's not it's not going to save you that much money from two point seven five to two point five. I mean, yes, over a thirty year mortgage could it save you a little bit of money? Yes, but it's just jump in where you can, get the best interest rate at the time that you can, and keep trucking. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, I do I don't want to take up too much time. You know, just kind of wrapping up. Are there are there any things that you would like to tell people, you know, that, that are watching or listening? Um, kind of make it easier for buyers uh, to jump into the market. I do do a lease buyout program. So if they have, if they're in a lease that they can't get out of for another six, seven months, um, they should give me a call uh, because, like I said, I'll buy them out their lease to help them so they don't. It's a lot to buy a house. You have to have a down payment. You have to have money for your home inspections and appraisals. Um, and then you have to, you know, a lot of times have closing costs, although if they work with me, I'm going to negotiate that. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, and so I want to, you know, kind of be part of the solution and kind of help them through it. And then on top of that, if they wanted to get out of their lease early, 
um, you know, that's extra money for them. But there's ways to maneuver around that too as well to help them. I am really anal about helping people save money during this process. You spend so much money in buying a house, not to mention, you know, they say when it's, uh, somebody buys a house or sells a house um, that they put $63,000 into the economy. That's just from going to Walmart, Home Depot, picking up the core stuff, mm -hmm. closing costs, title companies, <clears throat> agents, everything. So, you know, I'm going to do my part and my solution to help people move forward and think about buying. So if you do want to get that best interest rate, which we, they are the lowest that we've seen, um, yeah, give me a call. We'll talk about getting out your lease. Yeah, yeah and, that, and, and I mean, that's really cool. You're the first agent that I've ever heard, you know, that offers to do that. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. So, um, well, I want to thank you very much for your time today. You're welcome. And, uh, I'll be seeing you later today at closing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, just looking yeah. forward. Yeah, well, while I got you, before we go, um, Quick question. I you said uh, you had gotten one of my customer into a great program. Mm -hmm. um, I know before we were looking at a 2.3 percent interest rate, and I know she's a VA buyer. Can you say a little bit about that program at all? Or um, so so that's a program that we call Conquest. It's just it's a little bit different. The lock periods are shorter on it, um, and because of that, you know the interest rates are lower. So it, it is something that you know I, we really have to look at the market sure. to make sure that it's being locked at the same time. So. Um, that is for that is a military program, and then also available for people that are doing conventional mortgages. Um, so I mean, it's definitely for people that have really excellent credit. Um, and I want to say we locked her in at 2.25 or, or something along awesome. those lines. It, it, it did end up being lower than the the 2.375. I love it. Um, so just it's a great program, um, and it's definitely rewarding people that have been responsible paying their bills and that have earned that really good 720 and up credit score. So, um, you know, if you're 640, 660, I'm sorry, you're still going to get a great rate, but, you know, it is a reward for people that have, have really took the time, the energy and the effort to make sure that they don't ever pay anything late, that they keep their balances low as on their credit cards and that they've done that and established that for for quite some time, so um, it's, it's a really cool program. It's just not a program that everybody qualifies for. Absolutely. Well, I also want to give you a shout out because um, I'm pretty anal also, I mean, all the way around when it comes to my customers because I just want to protect them, but um, yeah, I want to give a shout out to you because I am very particular about the people I work with in the mortgage industry or any industry, home, you know, home inspections, anything like that. And, one thing, you've given excellent customer service, you've given excellent advice, you're always there for my customers when they have questions. Um, you don't knock them over the head with interest rate or anything like that. I mean, you, you do my customers right, and that's really important to me. And I'm, I'm like that across the board with home inspectors, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that they're the best home inspector that I'm referring them to. Um, you know, like I said, I'm going to protect my customers, put one and sinker, so means a lot that, you know, you get most of my business. So Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely. very much. So it was a pleasure having you today. Thank you. And uh, look forward to seeing you later on in the day. Okay. And um, I'm sure we'll do this again. Absolutely. So uh, everybody at home, everybody hopefully not driving your car watching this, maybe listening to it, 
Uh, just hope that you have a wonderful day, and this has been the Real Estate Roundtable. Can I give my number real quick? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you can. Yeah. So if you want to reach me, if you have any questions, my number is 904-566-0062. You can also go to my website. Um, if you are a local HON, um, that's Homeowners Network, but it's localhon.com. Um, but if you're driving and you can't have, write anything down, you can usually uh, write in Danielle Rivers, Jacksonville Realtor, or my saying, my motto is, let the rivers move you. So I'm sure if you put that in, that'll come up as well. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. I like that. That's cool. Absolutely. All right. See you, everyone. Bye.